The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia is brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia McKellar. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Tina. How are you? I'm good, thank you. But you know what? The holidays are upon us, right? They're just weeks away. How are you feeling about the end of 2020 being so close? Well, I think for most of us, it can't come soon enough. 2020 has definitely been a year. Um, And as I do every year, I will be making big plans and my dream board for the upcoming year to kind of end off 2020 and really start the new year on a really positive note. Okay, so let's go through this. What's a dream board? Is it like a vision board? And when did you start all this? Okay, so yes, a dream board really is a vision board, and I've been doing a vision board since I can remember. So I think I was a teenager, and I kind of did it just unintentionally, and then as the years passed, I realized, wow, this is really a thing, and it's really, you know, people are doing it, and there's a lot of promotion around it, and I feel like it's a great tool, because what you do is you flash forward to the things you want to take place or take shape in your life for the upcoming year, You can do it any time of the year. I just think like, you know what, the new year is the perfect time to do it because you do reflect back on the previous year and hope that things are going to be different, better, bigger, uh, you know, more exciting, maybe less exciting. So you just kind of plan ahead. So I put it together and I just look at it every single day. And uh, I just take pictures out of magazines. I take special quotes that I really want to include in my daily life. And you know what? I just create it and I just look at it so I can manifest all of my life's desires in the next year. Now, you said you started this as a teenager. Do you remember how it started for you? Who inspired you to to do something like this? You know what? I feel like I was always a very motivated kid um, and I always wanted to try new things. That's just who I am. I want to like, be a person who's always up and coming and kind of trend setting and trailblazing. So if I really wanted something, I just thought, wow, I'm going to write it down and write it down and write it down. And I think just intuitively, I understood that if you believe it and you see it and you talk about it all the time in your own mind, that you can actually make things happen. So I don't think it was any one particular person. I think I was just, I read a lot. um, I was always involved in things. And I just feel like it happened naturally for me. And is it actually a board or is it a notebook? What do you use? So I used to do use a notebook, right, because, you know, back in the day, I didn't have all the resources. So I'd have a notebook, and I would write things down. So I'd have draw pictures. I would paste pictures from magazines. I would write down things that really meant a lot to me. But over the years, mine has evolved to be a really big board. And in my home office, I have a huge cork board, and that's where I paste everything. I just you know, put it up there. I have my favorite pictures. I have my favorite colors. I have all of my most amazing quotes. And I just, every time I walk into my home office, which is now my home studio, I see it and it just inspires me. I'm like, wow, this is going to be a great year. And this is what we're going to accomplish. And this is how I'm going to feel about 2021. Okay. So I'm getting into the nitty gritty a little bit. Do you limit how many things you have up there? Do you take things down once you've achieved it? How does that part of it work? So those are great questions. And the reality is I leave it up there for the entire year. So 
So I just look at it. Like let's say I want to travel this year uh, and a place that I want to be at. I'll take a picture of a specific place and I'll put it up there. If I've actually accomplished that and I've been able to do it, I leave it up there. So this way by the end of the year, I look at that board and I say, wow, those are all the things that were meant for me, that happened for me. And if there's something that maybe was going, you know, was in the works and maybe will spill over into the following year, I leave it up there and I think, wow, that was a great year. Look at all the things I accomplished. It actually makes me really grateful for the opportunities that I had, for the things that I still need to strive towards. I just think it's a great tool. There's that word again. I love it. Grateful. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are you putting on your board this year? Okay, so this year, more than any other year, and and it's not putting me on the spot. I love sharing this information because I feel like we're all in the same situation, and when we talk about our own desires, we kind of, you know, trigger and stimulate other people to have the same well wishes for each other. So I really want to focus on my own self-care and my fitness. Um, I think that 2020 has taught us all that we need to make health our top priority. So whatever that means for you. So if you're already at a healthy state and you want to elevate it, that's great. If you've been kind of bordering on, you know, achy and, you know, a bit lethargic and maybe you're trying to lose 10 pounds or just increase your cardiovascular fitness, this is the year to do it and that's what I'm going to be focusing on. Um, You know, gyms, personal training has really taken... Uh, you know, backseat this year. So I've really used a lot of tools that are online. I feel like, wow, what an evolution. Like, who would have thought that I could do a Zoom class and really enjoy it from the comfort of my home? It's really taught me that my self-care and my fitness doesn't need to take a backseat. I can really make it my priority, and I'm feeling so grateful for it. So I think it's fantastic. So that's my goal, my fitness and my self-care. And how do you stay focused? How do you stay on track? How do you keep those goals in sight? Okay, well, I'm going to bring it back to my dream board. So there's so many ways to do that. But honestly, if you do create a dream board or a vision board and you feel like you're falling off or you're having a day where you're like, oh my gosh, this day, this week, this month is never ending, you just look at your board and you say, okay, well, that's my focus. So you bring it back to what you really thought about at the end of the previous year and you stay focused that way. Because I look at my board and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that Zoom class. I'm going to do a Zumba class. I'm going to take a class that I've never done before. And you stay focused on it. And when you do that, you don't really lose the focus because you're always constantly reminding yourself. It's like I'm always reminding my kids to clean their room and put their stuff away. And I feel like it's the same thing. We just have to do it to ourselves. That's so true. And it's so easy to get into a funk to get stuck. And it really is all about taking that first step. And I've got to say, sometimes that first step is the most difficult. I agree. I mean, that's the big problem is we can all have these these ideas. We want to do things. You can you think about it every day. And I hear this on a daily basis. I hear people say, you know, I really, you know, I really want to get off of like gluten and I really want to, you know, eat better, um, or I really want to exercise more. Um, but you know what? If you're thinking about it every day, why are we not doing it every day? But if you have that little reminder on a board, in a book, if you want to keep it in your purse, whatever, however you choose to create your board and your vision board, you're constantly reminding yourself gently, and you're not being hard on yourself. Because when you're self-sabotaging your thoughts, oh, I'm never going to walk, I'm never going to be able to run five kilometers, that's, that's going to really... Um, affect your progress. So 
So if you're constantly looking at that board and remembering that that's what you really want for yourself, you'll accomplish it. And I think you're so right about using the right language. So it's not about what I can't do and I'm never going to do this. It's about turning the conversation around and making it positive, right? Absolutely, Tina. When we come back, how the Fit app can change how you look at fitness and dieting. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia is brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and over to Dr. Claudia with today's guest. Thank you, Tina. Well, exercise and nutrition go hand in hand and Lindsay Holsey, creator of the Fit Cycle app, will be telling us all about that. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining us. Yay, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, you're a retired nurse and now a certified nutrition coach, and you created this app to help women. Tell us, what motivated you to do this? Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, I was a registered nurse, and the bulk of my career was working in the geriatric community in the home health and hospice world. And I truly, absolutely loved it. If I had to go back to being a nurse, I would 100% go back to home health and hospice. And part of my job was to go into these patients' homes and educate them on ways that they can prevent exacerbations of their diseases of happening. So, you know, whether that's changing their diet, getting up and moving, different things that they could do. And while I, you know, a lot of them were willing and able to, you know, change their diet, I still felt like I was getting there just a little bit too late. And that's when I started diving into preventative measures that we as women could do to help decrease the chances of us getting those disease processes, but also to decrease the chances of, you know, having those exacerbations as well. So that's what really drove me into, you know, trying to get into preventative medicine and things that I could do to educate women on what we could do for our bodies to feel better. Now, Claudia mentioned that you're a certified nutrition coach. What's that? Yeah, so I got my nutrition coaching through Precision Nutrition. It's a PN1 certification is what they call it. And so, um, you know, while I do have the nursing background where we went through nutrition, I know the physiology and the anatomy of the body, I just wanted that extra push to really dive into more of the nutrition aspect, you know, how your body metabolizes nutrients and different foods and how they affect your body. So I am huge on education. I think that's the nurse in me. And so I invest a lot in my own education to make sure that I am giving my clients the best information that I could possibly give them. So, um, you know, even though I have my RN or my BSN, my bachelor's in nursing, I still wanted that nutrition certification. I still want to push myself to learn as much as I can about the field that I'm, you know, educating women on. So, Lindsay, you also had the experience of working out seven days a week, eating clean, but you still gained weight. And this happens to so many women. So can you help us understand why this happens? Yeah. So 
A lot of women, historically, you know, society has told us that we need to eat less. You know, less is more. If you eat less, you're going to lose weight. Um, and that actually plays a role in wrecking havoc on our hormones as women. And it stresses our body out to where when we are not giving it what it, it needs, it's pretty much holding on to everything until it gets those nutrients again, if that makes sense. So it makes it so much harder for women to lose weight because we've been depriving ourselves, telling ourselves we have to eat less than a thousand calories a day. We have to eat low carb or low fat. And, you know, fats and carbohydrates are major nutrients that our body needs to thrive. And so when you're cutting out two thirds of the nutrients your body needs, it starts to go in survival mode. And so um, it's just holding on to everything we put in our body because it, it thinks and fears that it has no idea when it's going to get that nutrient again. So it holds on to it and it makes it really hard for women to lose weight. So how do you break that cycle, that starvation cycle? Yeah. Um, so I, it's through a process called reverse dieting, actually. So not super <laughs> scientific, but when you start to slowly add in the nutrients that your body needs to thrive, that's when your body starts to really, you know, function optimally. So it's like, oh my gosh, like you have all of this energy. So you have all this energy to burn. Your workouts are amazing because you're fueling your workouts. And so um, it all kind of comes together with having more energy. You're sleeping better. Your hormones start to get aligned. Um, and so it's just through a little process of reverse dieting, which sometimes scares women because, again, we've kind of been brainwashed that, no, I can't add more calories in because I'm not losing weight right now. Why would I want to add food in? And so it actually um, works in our favor when we start to slowly add in nutrients that your body needs because it, it begins to thrive and really function really well. So whenever women hear the word carb or carbohydrate, you know, we all kind of shrivel up into a little ball because mm -hmm. we're paranoid about this word. But you call yourself the queen of carb cycling. So I'm understanding that that means we can eat carbs and still lose weight. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so carb cycling is essentially just, you know, eating higher carbohydrates on some days and lower carbohydrates on other days. So it's just cycling between high and low carbohydrate days. And where the magic happens is that when you give your body a higher carbohydrate day and you do a strength training workout, your body's going to use those nutrients from the carbohydrates to build up lean calorie burning muscle. And so that's what's so important about, you know, eating high carb whenever you do strength training as well. So there's really kind of a science, too, of how you can match up your workouts to, you know, work out smarter, not harder. So where is that balance between your level of activity and what you're eating? How do you find it? Yeah, so we all have a basal metabolic rate. And so this is your, you know, the amount of calories that your body needs, because calories essentially are energy. So it's basically the amount of energy your body needs to just breathe. Like if you were just going to sit on the couch all day, not do anything and breathe and your organs were going to function, we all have this basal metabolic rate. And there actually is a formula to figure out what it is. 
Um, and so uh, when you're adding in workouts and activity, obviously you need more energy than just what it would take to sit on the couch and survive. <laughs> um, and so there's a certain level there that you, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're eating enough to fuel your, your energy expenditure. But when it comes to weight loss, you really want to make sure that, you know, you're not overeating. I mean, weight loss, when it comes to weight loss, it's all about being in a calorie deficit. You're, you're eating less than what you're burning. So even if that's slight, you're still going to see a really healthy amount of weight loss. So just to clarify, some people say that weight loss is mostly about what you eat and less to do with your activity level. What do you have to say about that? I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> I think the foundation of weight loss and or even just like maintaining a healthy weight is really about what you eat and how much of it you're eating. Um, but a lot of it, like I was saying, you're, um, you have these three major nutrients that your body needs to function optimally, and that's going to be your fats, your proteins, and your carbohydrates. And so if you are getting a really good balance of these major nutrients, like I said before, your body is going to function properly and optimally. And so all of us are, you know, killing ourselves in the gym, doing hours of cardio, when really if we could just get the balance of these nutrients, we would be in a really good place and we wouldn't have to work out so hard or feel like we have to work out so hard. Oh, I love that idea. So let's talk about your FitCycle app. Where did that idea come from and how is it structured? Yeah, so when I started my journey and I actually discovered carb cycling, so I, I personally did not invent carb cycling. It's a, um, you know, it's been used forever in the industry. Um, and so when I discovered it and how it worked for my body and how well I felt on it, I realized that I was having to use about five to six different apps just to achieve my wellness goals, whether I was tracking my water, my nutrition, my workouts, my support group, my community. And so I was thinking, you know, how can I educate women on carb cycling and give them a tool where everything's all in one place? And so I was like, well, it's not out there, so I need to create this because I think it would be super valuable. So that's where I kind of came up with the idea of the fit cycle. And we also add in intermittent fasting in there, too. So it's the fit actually stands for fasting intervals and targeted training. And so, um, so that's kind of how we came up with the fit cycle. Now, as far as how it's structured, it's going to guide you through your carb cycle based on your biometrics. So when you first enroll in the app, it's going to ask you your height, your weight, your age, and your goals. And based on that, it's going to tell you exactly how many carbohydrates you should eat on a high-carb day, how many carbohydrates you should eat on a low-carb day, and it's going to guide you through your carb cycle for the week and tell you exactly what workout to do. And there's video demonstrations of the entire workout. Um, and so it's very guided. So it's almost like, you know, you wake up, you don't have to think about anything. You open the app and you're like, okay, it's high carb day and I'm doing this workout and I'm going to see results. So, um, so we really simplified it and streamlined it for uh, my clients. And so would you say that it's, it's like perfect for beginners, for people who haven't ever engaged in any physical activity or started any other exercise or nutrition program? 
Yes, absolutely. I do, um, you know, the nurse in me comes out and I do so much education. So I'm very hands on in the app. And that's another part that's very unique is I have tons of free resources for my members on carb cycling, nutrition, how to get started. Um, but I always recommend no matter what program you're doing, whether it's the FitCycle app or it's something else that you love, starting with something that you can do consistently. So whether it's, you know what, I'm going to enroll in this app and I'm just going to do the workout and I'm going to get a habit of getting up and doing the workout three days a week, then I'm going to add in the nutrition piece. So I think we all have this mentality of, you know, jumping in all or nothing and then we feel like we failed because we can't do a piece of the puzzle. But I always recommend, you know, start building a foundation of a habit and then add on a new habit, whether it's, you know, starting with your workouts and adding a nutrition. Um, you know, I kind of recommend doing it that way. And you mentioned the nutrition tips, but does the app also provide meal plans as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have over, you know, 250 plus, um, you know, family friendly recipes. I like to put family friendly in there because I did not like doing recipes where it had 27 ingredients, you know, so, so these are very quick, efficient meals that women can, you know, quickly throw together at the end of the day for their family and they're not going to have to cook, you know, a meal for themselves and a meal for their, you know, husband or their spouse. Um, you know, the family can eat together. And what's really great about it is that they're broken into high and low carb meals. So you're going to be able to see, okay, it's a high carb day. I don't know what to eat. This is my first time carb cycling. What even qualifies as a high carb meal? So you could go into the recipes in the meal plan and see like, okay, here's, you know, a hundred plus high carb meals that I could make this week. And same thing for low carb. So, so yeah, we definitely simplified that piece of it as well. I love that. I feel like that's one of the things that makes um, eating well and exercising the combination makes it hard when you have to think about all those variables and try and put it together. So I love that. Um, but with COVID, you know, restrictions globally going on, do you feel like, um, you know, your Fit Cycle app has gained in popularity because gyms and personal training has really uh, had to take a, a back seat for a while? Yeah, you know, I think in a sense that it has gained popularity just because we really pivoted as well to be a resource for anybody that maybe was new to working out online. You know, they had historically always gone to the gym. And so when COVID first hit in March, we really adjusted our membership rates and just made it to more, you know, economically friendly for anybody that wanted to join and um, so, so it definitely gained some popularity there, but it's interesting because, um, you know, it also created a lot more competition. You know, you know, you've got all these personal trainers that are coming from the gym that are starting their online fitness as well. So, um, so it, it was definitely an interesting dynamic, but I do think that there was, you know, popularity that was gained just from being a resource, really. If you're a resource and you're providing value to people, I think that they're going to, they're going to block, you know? Absolutely. Now I have one last question about the Fit Cycle app. Do you have, uh, do you have, do clients or members have an opportunity to ask questions? Is there like a member board where people can ask questions and get answers? Yes. So we do have a community forum within the app and then we also have a Facebook group 
where I am very engaged. So I check in with them every single day, twice a day, to answer any of their questions. They can post their nutrients and everything that they logged for the day. And I really coach them through, you know, okay, it looks like you need a little bit of more protein. If it was me, this is what I would add, just to help them reach their goals. And so, you know, the community piece right now, especially in the times of the world, is so important to have that support and um, people just cheering you on. So we have definitely in, um, incorporated that into the app as well. Well, it sounds amazing. It sounds like this app is going to take the world by storm. I think it's fantastic that all the resources are in one app that you can access anywhere, anytime. So I so appreciate you sharing all of your life's work with us. If listeners want to learn more about you or to you know, purchase the app, how can they do that? Sure. So they can either go to thefitcycle.com, and it's fit with two T's, or the easiest place to find us on social media is at thefitcycle on Instagram with two T's. That's terrific, Lindsay. Thank you for joining us. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. Yes, that was great. And you can find me at Claudia underscore Machiella on Instagram or my website, www.claudiamachiella.com. That's our show for previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription. Go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.